saying is, is this the year they have to win? So if they don't win, yeah, was so it a I waste? Last year's a fluke. Yeah, okay. <laughs> don't yell, okay, me. Alright, so what are we going to discuss on the Devils episode today? Devils episode? Yeah, Dougie and Espo. Oh. You want to recap last night? No. We can talk about the game. Pavel Zaka, career high in goals, 14 or 15. Okay. Talk about what happened after the game. What happened after the game? Yeah, Reds and Dean. Oh, you mean Monday? That was Monday. Oh, well, we can talk about it tomorrow, yesterday, too. The girl hitting on you? Yeah. <laughs> and then we'll do the expansion draft. All right, sounds like a plan. Burger looks good. You love your burgers. James eating his BLT. So, we're good to go. Doug Strava show up next. No, that's Dougie and Espo, actually. All right, so we had a great day at the mall. Me, Kyle, James had a great meal, a great lunch. Now we're going to head to the studio, the Sarava Broadcasting Studio, one of the best studios in the world for sure, in my opinion. And we're going to discuss the New Jersey Devils, probably recap the National Football League draft, give our thoughts on it, see where we go from there. wonder where Kyle parked his car. I told him to pick me up, but clearly he didn't listen. My man, Kyle. My man, Doug. Good evening and welcome to another... Actually, we are live from one of the best studios in the world, in my opinion, the Sarabo Broadcasting Studios. Today, we are doing another episode of Dougie and Espo, and joining me is Kyle Esposito. Thank you. Fake applauses. Fake applauses. Hi. How are we doing today? All right. How are you, buddy? How are you doing, Mr. President? <laughs> so, last week was the NFL draft. Recap the National Football League draft did our own mock draft. Right. Um, I had my, I had Matt Jones going to the New York Jets. Yes, he did. The Jets quarterback is Zach Wilson. It is Zach Wilson. Just like I told you and just like I told y'all last week. Um, I, what was your thought process, Doug? I want to know, as a Jets fan, what is your thought process behind that Mac Jones pick? Please, please let me know. Please. As a Jets fan, I was kind of, you know, disappointed because we all know where Mac Jones went. He went to the Patriots. Yeah, the How Patriots. far down? Very far down. Zach right, Wilson, so, two, baby. The way I looked at it was Mac Jones goes to Alabama. That's a great system to build players. Mm-hmm. How many players do you hear with the first, the second, the third pick from Alabama? I am. Well, well, tell me. Well, you tell me when was the last time that happened? Because I can't think of it. No, but there's a lot of guys that come out. Oh from yes, Alabama. a lot of a lot of good you got positions. Tua, you got Waddle. Yeah. Yes. So I just felt like it would have been better for Mac, a guy like Mac Jones to go to a team like the New York Jets. Right. Zach Wilson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a great quarterback. Mm-hmm. But the last few months, he went to their board mm-hmm. at number two. Right. We didn't really hear about. Zach Wilson consistently throughout his college career. Mm-hmm. Nothing against the guy, but I just figured 
Great system. Mm -hmm. Nick Saban is a hell of a coach. Mm -hmm. You got to go with a guy from Alabama, right. Mac Jones. What? When and if they if they didn't trade Sam Darnot, I saw them going after a guy like Devonta Smith mm -hmm. or Jalen Waddle. That's who I originally wanted to see on the Jets. Devontae so that's Smith. where I why I figured Mac Jones would have been the guy to the Jets. Mm -hmm. Well. Well, I understand your reasoning, and we all saw what Tua can do in Alabama, and we saw what Tua can do in the NFL. You know, he had a, he had a streak where he didn't give up an interception. Showed promise. You know, there was some, you know, they brought Brian Fitzpatrick back in just as a precaution for the somewhat the rest of the season. Um, so when you look at Mac Jones, I understand why you would say that now. It, it confused me. It definitely confused Nick at work, that's for sure. Um <laughs> But Zach Wilson, Zach Wilson all the way, baby. If you look at Zach Wilson here, here here's here's my comparisons. You look at him, you look at I can I think of two players. I think of Russell Wilson, I think of Aaron Rodgers. Here's why. Russell Wilson, the running ability. Man can run all over his goddamn place. Aaron Rodgers, here's why I think Aaron Rodgers. Here's a video from his pro day. Freaking wide receiver. Ran a route. Alright, let's give me the floor. He, he was, he, okay, yes, give me the floor. Alright, here's what happened. He was running, he was running, and then all of a sudden, flipped his hips. And, and you know what happened with Aaron Rodgers in that playoff game against the Cowboys? Flipped his hips, Hail Mary touchdown. And they won that game. And they won that game, by the grace of God. And they, and that's all, that's all I'm saying. This guy can be the next best thing. Now he has, is he he looks like he can be the same height as Kyler Murray. That might be the little issue. What is I don't know his exact height, but he looks like around Kyler Murray's build. That's a little bit of an issue just because of the issues that came out of with uh, Kyler Murray because of his height. But despite all that, Zach Wilson number one baby, rookie of the year. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see that that Trevor Lawrence guy here is good. So let's talk about Kyle. Me? Oh, Kyle Trask. Oh. He's going to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Mm -hmm. For a guy who went to Florida, one of my favorite teams, mm -hmm. back to the Tim Tebow days, Joakim Noah days, mm -hmm. um, you think he is going to be the successor to the GOAT, Tom Brady? Well, you know, that's, a, that's big shoes to fill. You know, Tom Brady kicked the doors down in Tampa Bay, said hi. I go here now, and he won down the Super Bowl. That's a that's big, especially with the pulling power of Tom Brady able to grab superstars. Just like, oh, did you see what uh, he said about Julian Edelman? It's Edelman, very interesting. And we talked about we this. We did talk last about show. we did talk about this last show, and it's very interesting. When I saw that on Twitter, I was like, no way did Doug predict this. No way he did. Julian Edelman toying around with Tom Brady, joking that he's going to come to Tampa Bay, but ultimately said he can't leave Foxborough, can't leave Bill Belichick. But, you know, Tom Brady also said, oh, come on, kid, you can't be afraid of Bill Belichick or something like that. So um, do we see Julian Edelman be like, hey, I want another one? It's a great idea. It's a great idea for those hardcore old school Patriots fans that love seeing Tom pass to Julian Edelman back in you know, I mean it's only been a year since the, you know the last time, well two years since the last time that's happened, but you know, Patriots love that dynamic duo or even trio of Edelman, Brady, and Gronk. So maybe Rings we could. Are, uh... 
he does have the rings, he could go get another one. You know, if it if it wasn't for Eli, if it wasn't for Eli Manning, Joe Flacco, or Tom Brady would have fourteen rings with him. You yeah, know? Basically, yeah. And no, what's, a, what's a couple more? You have what? Like nine. Nick Foles, Eli. Yeah, Nick Foles, Eli, Joe Flacco, um Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning. Could win a couple more, but I mean, especially if Tom Brady's entering his I, final years. I love having a ring. 2018 GMC champion. Yeah? Yeah. Well, I was a team reporter, so. See, I sucked in Little League, so I didn't win nothing. I didn't play, I was a reporter. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, well, might as well might as well have been a reporter on the Little League team, because we did jack squat. We, I, didn't win no, I didn't win no chips. I didn't win no chips. Uh, speaking of chips, I'm hungry. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, what else we got? Alright, so let's discuss the New Jersey Devils. Right. This is a team that they have the young pieces in place, but it seems like they always they get outshot. Mm-hmm. You know, they we went to the game on Monday, they had they I think the shots were like thirty nine to thirteen. We had we talked about this on Monday. Mm-hmm. You know they got their first shot with ten minutes remaining in the first period, and then you hear "Yay!" <laughs> that's right, the sarcasm from the Devil fans. Yeah. How do you expect this team to compete when you can't get the shots off? Well, obviously there needs to be work. There's work to be done. Do you think it's the system in the place? Do you think it's windy rough? Do you think he has to go? Do you think it's time for? See. If Change. if we if we were in a full season, a regular season of NHL hockey, I would say maybe Lindy Ruff's the problem. But I think we need to give Lindy Ruff more time to marinate with this team. Uh, just because you know we we had we, we started with Zajac and Paul Mary at the beginning of the year. We thought we were gonna have Corey Crawford at the beginning of the year, but he freaking out of there. Yeah, um, he retired. He retired unexpectedly. Um, so he had one team to work with. They had to work with. Now the youngest team in the NHL with the youngest captain with the youngest captain in Nico. So when we have a full season of NHL, when we're playing better teams, uh, then we can actually make a fair estimate on if Lindy Ruff is the problem. But me personally, we have too young of a team because we need those veterans to help those young guys get to where they need to be, and that is the Stanley Cup. All right, so how important is Nico? We look at prior youngest captains in the league. Sidney Crosby was the youngest captain mm-hmm. for the Penguins. He won a Stanley Cup. Connor McDavid, there was a point where he was the youngest captain in the league. Now it's Nico Heischer. Mm-hmm. I believe I have six years on him. That's crazy to say when <laughs> these guys are younger than you, and at one point you're looking up to these players. So how important is it for Nico to get to this elite level? Well, be like Crosby, like David, Ovi. There's a certain amount of weight on Nico's shoulders just because you, the names you just mentioned, amongst those other captains. If he wants to establish establish himself amongst those greats, he's already a great player right now. But to get up to their level, he needs to play exceptional good hockey. And I know he had he didn't really have the best team around him. You know, you got Jack, got Igor. They've been on fire. Um, he just needs he just needs veteran teammates to work with him and make himself better yeah, to we, elevate his game. We traded Kyle Palmieri. We, we did. traded Travis Zayn. We did. 
trade Andy Green, we all did. our veterans, so now average age of 22. We basically have a high school as a team right now, uh, or, or, or junior have, sophomores in college. We have the pieces in place, Jaeger, Skor, and Govich, as I like to call them. Mm-hmm. Had a great outbreak, had a great breakout rookie season, 14 mm-hmm. goals. Pavel Zaka is finally stepping up, career mm-hmm. high in goals. Right. So how important are these pieces around the team to step up and get to that status where they need to be to be an NHL competitive team? Because right now, we're not at that level yet. Well, no, you're we're, you're exactly right. We're not at that level, and I don't think we'll be at that level for probably as much as I hate to say this, Doug, and for another couple seasons. If we don't start doing what what me and you want them to do, it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna end up bad. Freaking Nico's gonna sit in there on the Devils. No, no Stanley Cups. Gonna waste his whole career if the Devils don't do something. They we don't want to be in that situation where. We gotta trade Nico now. We gotta trade Jack. And I and I hope that does not happen at all. And and I know you feel the same way. I think they'd be stupid to do so. But uh, yeah, the off season is gonna be pretty big this year. Pretty interesting. interesting, especially when you have an expansion draft coming up for the Seattle Kraken. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna discuss that more. Right after this commercial break, again, I'm Doug Sarabo alongside me. We have Kyle Esposito on another episode of Dougie and Espo. We'll be right back. Where the Monroe Falcons are playing the St. Joseph of McCutcheon Falcons. Past uh, that game's history, we have a a state's uh, championship on our mind now. The ranch, the buffalo. It all works together very nicely. Welcome to Falcons Insider. Falcons Insider. On today's episode, we're doing a lot of great work. You know, this is work that people said couldn't have been done before. A lot of money doing something you love. Re-elected team reporter. Yeah, what a season that was for you. 54, 54 points in 18 games. Um, definitely, I mean, I, when I said that we're going to win GMCs, I think yeah, that's another one that we that I remember. Yeah. That's You just said it with, with so much confidence. We are back on another episode of Dougie and Espo starring myself and Kyle Esposito. We have some breaking news to announce. John Means of the Baltimore Orioles currently has a no-hitter through eight innings. If he reaches that accomplishment, we will give you that update. But I figured that was important to let everyone know that John Means of the Baltimore Orioles has a no-hitter. All right, so Kyle, welcome back. Hi. So, expansion draft. Yes. It's going to be interesting for this New Jersey Devils team, for sure. A lot of young pieces that they have to protect and keep. Mm -hmm. So, I am going to start with the most important position in hockey. Mm -hmm. And I am going to start by protecting Mackenzie 
Blackwood. I know he had an inconsistent season this year. Mm -hmm. But we have to understand that the Devils don't really have the best defense in the league. And I think when you improve that defense, I truly believe... I can't wait to see what you got because you're laughing. I truly believe that this Devils team can ride on Mackenzie Blackwood. They're going to be winning hot games with him. He looked great last year. And I think by having Kevin Ball on this team, that is going to help Mackenzie's game moving forward. Okay. So, who are you going to be protecting? Well, see, first of all, as much as I love Blackwood, you know, I've seen what he's been able to do. You don't got to tell me otherwise. But! But what? But! There's just something about that Mr. Wedgwood that I love. So you're gonna bring Wedgwood back, and uh, Blackwood is heading to Seattle. You know, Seattle? if I had to, if I had to choose between the two woods, I'll choose. I choose the wedge one, uh, just because. You Why know, though? Doug, okay. I want to preface this. I I'm a new hockey fan. Right, so anything that comes yeah, out of my mouth, anything that comes out of my mouth is absolute garbage most of the time. But when it comes to Mr. Wedgwood, I've seen enough to know that he can be better than him. Yeah, what is he? Seventy percent of the time. Um, there's something about Mr. Wedgwood. He's got a Stanley Cup. <laughs> he's got a Stanley Cup, yeah, he Mr. Wedgwood. Um, I just like the way he plays. The way I I saw him on Monday, I just I just love the way he moves. He did play good. He played. Very well for the three but goals. He's, he's 27. He's 27. He's in his late 20s. What's, okay, how old's Tuka Rask? But he's a competitive goalie. Yeah, but if I feel like... like if we give Rask has been there for the long run. For okay, the, the, two other, the, two, the two other goalies that yeah. we have on our squad. We have Mackenzie Blackwood. We have Evan Cormier, Aaron Dell. Okay. Where are those two right now? Exactly! So that Wedgwood, all the way, baby. All right. So I'm going to start with defense. Okay. I'm going to bring back Will Butcher. Mm -hmm. Will Butcher will be coming back for next season. Mm -hmm. I like his game. He's improved his game over the past few years. Mm -hmm. And I think he's going to be that important left-handed shot that we need along with Kevin Ball. Agreed. I agree with you just because you did mention me before at uh, Red Robins that Mr. Subban's uh, cap hit would be nine million. Nine million. Nine million. So I will agree with you on that on that point. I will also say Butcher, just because I like his game as well. I like watching his game. All right. So when we look at this Devils team, it is a very young team, and we don't have that old guy. Yeah. But his name is Damon Sears, and he is basically the only veteran this organization has because we got rid of Palmieri and Zajac. So Severson is an important piece, and we're going to have to keep him. I agree. I will also put Severson's name on there for the same reasons. Uh, watching Severson play the last couple years has been a joy, and I and I would like to further see his career continue in the red and white. Damn. And black. But alright. Or green. Or green, depending on the day. Alright, now I know this guy is a free agent, but I think he could improve. And I think he could get better as the years go on. Mm -hmm. 
even though Tom brought him in for a change of scenery. And I know he's a free agent, but I believe that if we do keep him, maybe we could find a way to trade him. I'm not sure how the free agency thing works at the time of the expansion draft. Mm -hmm. So I know Vegas made a few trades with a few teams. Right. I'm going to bring back Ryan Murray. And if we find a way to extend him, I think this is huge for this Devils organization. I agree. I like Murray as well. Oh, and here's an update. John Means no hits the Mariners. That's another no-hitter in Major League Baseball. So John Means has no hit the Seattle Mariners. John Means of the Baltimore Orioles made history today. So what's, well, how many is that this year? Four? Something like Four that. Four no-hitters this year? If you count Madison Bumgarner. Well, yes, a seven-inning no-hitter. So we'll, we'll, say, we'll say three and a half. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go a little bit different than Murray as my I do want to keep twelve Murray. strikeouts cool twelve strike wow um I think I well the obvious person to put on this board that we haven't put on this board yet is obviously I'm just gonna put C as a captain so you gotta keep your captain so you are keeping Nico I'm keeping captain all right what about your third defenseman. My third defenseman? Let's see, who did I have on this list as I am not prepared right now? Uh, let's see, Dar my, one of my defensemen is probably, I don't know, I don't, well, again, kind of new hockey team, uh, kind of new hockey fan, so I don't know how, how you're going to freaking rea react to this one, but I'm going to keep Mr. Connor Carrick. Connor Carrick? Connor Carrick. I mean, he has his up and downs. But I think he could be a good defense. I think the the way he plays, I also enjoy watching as a fan. Uh, he has that no bullshit attitude kind of a play, and yeah. I, I kind of I, we I, need I, that, and I like that out of a player in any sport that I watch. All right, so to update the fans, you have Wedgwood, I have Blackwood on defense. You have Carrick, Severson, Butcher. I have Butcher, Severson, Murray. So. Kind of looking different right now. Mm -hmm. So let's go to my first forward. Okay. I'm going Yegor. I think this guy is going to be a huge part of our team. He's proven that he could be that scorer that the Devils have always lacked. Mm -hmm. And if he could improve, play with a good guy on wing or center, Yegor is going to be a huge part for this New Jersey Devils organization. Mm -hmm. And I and you know I 100% agree with you just because. Between Monday and now, I've spoke nothing but high high praise for Mr. Igor. So I will also put him on my list as people that we need to keep. We need to... Hold on, let, let me have the marker real quick. See, we have to see over here. And we're going to put a line. We're going to connect it to Igor. Because those are the two you need to build around. If you can build around those two people... For a guy that doesn't really know anything about hockey, yet, I like this. Um, it, it's just simple. What Igor's been able to do, what, I, what I've seen pop up on my phone, the amount of goals, the amount of points he's been able to accumulate, and Nico being the captain that he is, there's no question that you need those two key players. Alright. Now, let's go to Yanni... Kokonen. Yeah, I'm Kokonen. Who did I have? 
I think he's going to be a huge piece for us. Mm -hmm. They have him on the first line now. I think he will be a good third or fourth liner. Mm -hmm. Or even a second liner for this Devils organization. All right, since we're not in the same number, I'm going to add another guy. Michael McLeod. At first, I didn't like the guy, but the more he's been playing, I really like the way he's been performing. Mm -hmm. He's a good depth forward, putting up goals and points. He's a good grinder. Mm -hmm. He may be that third and fourth line forward. He's the guy you need to win Stanley Cups Mm -hmm. and go on a playoff run. But I also think this is a guy who maybe can work his way to the second line. Mm -hmm. Right now, he's a third and fourth liner, but if he plays the way he's been playing and Gets to that level for a 12th pick. Mm-hmm. I see him being a second liner. I agree with you. From the first time that I saw Michael McLeod play to now, uh, he has improved tremendously. So I agree with you. Um, I'm not going to put Mikey, though, on my side just because I have another person in mind that I want to include on this board. Uh, I have how many forwards do I need to protect? Uh, you got it all checked. Tra- okay. Alright, the next one on my list is someone that is one of my personal favorites, the person that I probably, the person whose jersey I will buy next, is Woody. Miles Wood? Woody. So you got the Wedge and the Miles. Yep, that is my pick just because I am impressed at how fast he is. He also can kick some ass. I got Wood too. I love Miles. And with me having wood, that means Nathan Basin will be exposed for mm-hmm. Seattle. Yes. So I'm going to go with two obvious. Nico. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with Brat. And the one guy that I think could improve his game is Pavel Zaka. He's been playing phenomenal. Uh-huh. And I think he is going to get to that level he needs to be as a sixth pick overall. Mm-hmm. And I saw him a few years ago at the game. Mm-hmm. He was in the press. He didn't play. He was in the press box. Mm-hmm. He took a photo together. I was like, "That next year's your year." And he's been improving year after year. All right. So I'm truly hoping, Pavel, if you're watching this, your career is about to reach the point it needs to reach. You're going to be a huge part for this New Jersey Devils organization. I certainly believe so as well because you know. Watching Pavel Zaka over the years, can't really uh, argue with you. Uh, argue with you, Doug. Um, we're also forgetting another key important part of this team. Jackie boy, I love me some Jack Hughes. Yeah. So, <laughs> this is the funny part of the show now. Jack Hughes is not <laughs> eligible. Well, I'm just, well, I'm just making sure. Well, just making. We're, we're, so Jack Hughes will be a double. Well, he will be. I'm just. I'm, I'm just saying. If we do anything, we gotta lock him up. We gotta draw a little lock right there. We gotta draw a little keyhole. We need him on this team. He might. You know, anything can happen. You can say go fuck yourself, doubles. You never know. Um, we gotta lock him up. There you go. Lock the key. Where's the key? Right there. Right there. And we do apologize for Kyle's language on the show. Oh, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm a sailor. Um, yeah. All right, so, Kyle? 
Just doubling down that he's protected. All right, yeah. he might already be protected. I'm just making sure that he's protected. He I don't sure want him to go nowhere. I love me some Jackie Hughes. So we have more to get to. We're going to take a quick commercial break, and we'll be right back for our brand new segment. Where the Monroe Falcons are playing the St. Joseph of McCutcheon Falcons. Past uh, that game's history, we have a, a state's uh, championship on our mind now. The ranch, the buffalo. It all works together very nicely. Welcome to Falcons Insider. Falcons Insider. On today's episode... Of, we're doing a lot of great work. You know, this is work that people said couldn't have been done before. A lot of money doing something you love. Re-elected team reporter. Yeah, what a season that was for you. 54, 54 points in 18 games. Um, but definitely, I mean, I, when I said that we're going to win GMCs, I think that's another one that we remember. Yeah. Mystery. You just said it with with so much confidence. All right, we are back on the Doug Sharavo Show. Actually, this is Dougie and Espo. Doug Sharavo Show stars many different people from actually Kyle Esposito's on sometimes. We have Andrew Mackin, Mark Murrow. We had Brandon Shorts. We had Andrew Brem. Matt Gizzy comes on every once in a while. So this is a brand new segment, and Kyle will be joining me soon. It's called Stutz Betting. Stutz Betting, it's our friend Michael Lepore. He's known as Stutz. And what we're going to do is we are going to pick the best top, the top five teams that can, comp- that can win the Stanley Cup this year. Okay. So out of those five teams, whoever's watching, you want to bet those teams? Feel free. All right, so let's go with the first team for each of us. God, you gotta get. Hold on, I gotta get the playoff bracket in front of me. Face, because I don't know exactly who's on this. Board. So how do you want to do this? Well, we each pick, you know, five. We each teams. pick five. And number one, meaning like, oh, you should definitely bet on them. Is that what we're doing here? All right, let's do five through one. Okay. Least to the greatest. Okay. All right. We're going to talk more to Mike and see how he wants to work his segment stuff spending. Okay. Let me just NHL playoff professional BTW uh, playoff. There you go. All right. All right. So my first team that I'm going to go with is the New York Islanders. You know, a while ago I said I think they could win the Stanley Cup. They're going to be a threat. Mm-hmm. But it seems like ever since the trade deadline, they've been struggling. They lost last night to the Buffalo Sabres, so I really don't see, I don't see the Islanders going as far as I thought they were. Right. And I think it's going to be an up and down. It's going to be difficult for them to get to the Stanley Cup and win the Stanley Cup this year, Kyle. Let's go with your number five, and I'll write it down for you. Okay, my number five, if I can, if I can find it. Um. Really? The Panthers are in the playoffs? Yeah, Panthers. Okay, all right, give me that. All right, if I had to say that, I was going to go with the Florida Panthers. 
just because, you know, I, see, I, I, last time I saw them live, they were crap, so, I don't know. Well, now they are one of the top teams in the league. They are? All right. Well, I don't, I think they're going to choke, so, I don't think, I, Stanley Cup doesn't really spell out Panthers, so I'm going to go with number five. All right. Number four. Okay. I am going to have to go with mm -hmm. the Colorado Avalanche. Okay. That is number four for me. And I know they've been hungry the past three years. They've had the opportunities to get there. I just don't trust their goaltending. Okay. I trust Bill Grubauer. But you need depth to win the Stanley Cup. And let's say Grubauer goes into one of those funks where he struggles. We saw it with the Washington Capitals in 2018. He started game one and game two of the first round. Okay. And he struggled. Okay. And they went to Brian Holpe. And Holpe found his game again. So I don't think the Avalanche have that backup that they need to win a Stanley Cup. They have the players for sure. I just don't trust the backup situation. Just in case he does struggle. And who are you going to go to? Mm -hmm. Pablo Franchos, okay. Devin Dubnik. Okay. I just don't see it happening. He talks to me like I know these players. <laughs> okay, let's see. My my fourth pick as an outsider, I'm gonna go with with the Wild. The Wild? The Wild. Just because I I don't hear I don't hear the Wild all too much on ESPN. So I'm gonna go. Well, you don't really hear that much hockey on ESPN. Well, but, but we will next year as they got rights to oh, yes, broadcaster games. Heard that? Heard that? Right. So, so why do you say the Wild? Well, well, for that exact reason. For me personally, I don't hear them in the news all that often. <laughs> so, therefore, number four. Number four. <laughs> all right, let's start with your number three. With my number three? Are you okay? Let's see. Out of these. I'm going to go with, give me the marker, sir. I'm going to go with, oh, this is tough. Oh, hey, not really. Carolina. The Carolina Hurricanes? Carolina Hurricanes. Same reason as the other three. Haven't heard their name, haven't heard the uh, Hurricanes in the news. Let me take a look at this. So, got... number three. <laughs> uh. Not bad. All right, cool. All right, my number three team, I'm going with the Pittsburgh Penguins. And we were talking to our producer at uh, Red Robin. Mm -hmm. He said they don't have the goaltending. Right. I agree with that. Mm -hmm. But I love the way they've been playing. They got on a hot, such a hot streak that they're now one of the top teams in the league. They're on pace to win the division. Mm hmm so I believe that they have one of the best chances to win the Stanley Cup. They have the experience. Guys are getting healthy again. Gino is going to come back. Tanev is going to come back. And I really like the move of Jeff Carter. This is something like the LA Kings did. They got out. They went out and they got Jeff Carter from the Columbus Blue Jackets. And you know, we know what happened in 2012. Okay. I hate talking about it. <laughs> uh, brings back nightmares for old Dougie. So number two. Who's your second? Who's your second best team? I think my about? second best team would have to be my, my, the old crew. The Islanders. Yeah, you think they have the one of the best shots to win the Stanley Cup? Well, 
I don't I don't want to disrespect Kyle. I don't want to disrespect Travis. I don't want to disrespect Andy. I want the I I think the Islanders, you know, in my opinion could be I think so too, but teams. I just don't. I, I see them going down. All right, let's go to my number two team, mm -hmm. and this is going to be an interesting pick. Mm -hmm. It's going to be the Toronto Maple Leafs. Okay, and I originally said the Vegas Golden Knights had the best shot to win the Stanley Cup. Okay. I just don't know what direction they're going to go in regards to the goaltending. That's a big question mark for me. You have two great goaltenders, Leonard and Fleury. But who will be that starter? Or are they going to split? And that cost them last year in the playoffs, the bubble playoffs, where they went back and forth to their goaltenders, and they ultimately lost to the Dallas Stars. Mm -hmm. So for me, Vegas would be the 16th. Okay. But they have the depth, but I just don't see them going anywhere. Let's go to your number one. Team. My number one. My number one. Ooh. Decisions, decisions. You know, obvious choice can be lightning repeating. Uh, another one could be Vegas. But we're going to go with, with what I saw on Monday. Let's go with the Bruins. Because number one, Taylor Hall. Number two, three, four. Uh, I like the team, the, the just the combination of Bergeron and freaking Kuka and, and that other guy. I uh, keep forgetting his name. Mark Shand and freaking uh, Pasternak. Pasternak, yeah. I just, I've, I've been, in, not even just like recently, but like I've heard their names been talked about for years, right? And then we got... Taylor Hall, part of that team now, who scored a goal, uh, was it yesterday? He scored a goal yesterday. So, I'm going to go with this Bruins team. This Bruins team looks good to me. I think this is going to come to a shock to everyone. What? Because I don't think anyone expects them to go far. Who? I'm going with the Boston Bruins. Wow. You're going Bruins too? Yeah, just the way, I, I like the way they've been playing ever since they went out and got Taylor Hall. He's been one of the best acquisitions. The Boston Bruins won that trade deadline. Taylor Hall looks so happy mm -hmm. to be a Bruin. Mm -hmm. And for a few, uh, earlier in the season, the Bruins looked like a team that they didn't really have a three and four line. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they have Corrali, they have DeBrusque, they have Smith, but they don't really have that depth to go far and win the Stanley Cup. Mm -hmm. But ever since they got Taylor Hall, the chemistry's been there. Tuka Rask has been playing better. This Bruins team is getting hot at the right time. Mm -hmm. And out of all the teams that we put up here, mm -hmm. I think the Bruins are going to the I think the Bruins are going to be the best team to bet to win the Stanley Cup. Yes. Because their odds won't be high. They're gonna be that fourth spot in the the East Division. And they're gonna surprise a lot of people. I believe so too, just because Taylor Hall on Taylor top Hall of, is going on top hungry. of what they had is just a step above. So we, at least we can agree on that one for for an actual good so, reason. <laughs> Kyle has for his playoff his stuts betting. 
And if you and if you are a degenerate gambler, do not go with my picks, please. Do not go with my picks. We got the Florida Panthers, the Minnesota Wild, the Carolina Hurricanes, the New York Islanders, the Boston Bruins. For me, I got the New York Islanders, the Colorado Avalanche, the Pittsburgh Penguins, the Toronto Maple Leafs, and the Boston Bruins. And if you were smart, you'd go with his, his picks instead. Yeah. <laughs> so that was our brand new segment called Stutz Betting. Yeah, it shows you how much I know about hockey. But we can agree on one thing, Tommy, is that the Boston Bruins will win the Stanley, win the Stanley Cup. Cup. So next week, or whenever we do a next show, we really need to get Stutz here and have him do a whole betting segment. Yes, but we need to see we'll be Super Bowl champions. Yeah, we could do that. Oh, look at me booking next week's show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alright, thank you for joining us on another episode of Dougie and Espo. The Doug Sharabo Show should be back next Monday. All depends if we go to if Kyle and I go to the Devil and the Flyer game in Philadelphia. We should be back alive. Hopefully. <laughs> if I wear my Devil jersey. But, you know, I've been there before. People respect me there. I don't cause trouble. But we shall see when Doug, the Doug Sharabo Show returns. I'm currently in talks with Mark Murrow, so it, we may have something tomorrow. But if we don't get to the double flyer game, it will be on um, Monday, 9 p.m. We're going to do a whole, not a, we'll do a, the playoff show the following week, or we'll see when the schedule is, and we'll we'll do that. But again, thank you for joining us on the Dougie and Espo Show, the Doug Sharma Show. We'll be right back in the near future. It hasn't ended yet. We just, we've just been busy. Espo? Mr. President? Thank you. Growing up, I wanted to be in the NHL. I wanted to be just like my idol, Martin Brodeur. In life, sometimes you win some, but sometimes you will lose some. Being successful isn't about chasing a paycheck. Being successful is about chasing your passion and building a foundation to where you want to be. You only live once, so you might as well do what you love. Think big, don't just settle. going to hate, doubt, and tell you that you can't. But if you put your mind to something, nothing is impossible. Think big.